Blog Talk Radio. times that I felt like, man, you know, doing a show on Tuesday night, I feel like it's late, you know, like the games start on Thursday now, and then obviously Sunday, Sunday night, and then Monday, right? And by the time you get to Thursday, uh, Tuesday night, I really feel like a lot of times I wish we, there was a way to do the show sooner, you know, to capture, you know, everything that happened sooner, quicker. And I guess we could, right? I guess, you know, we could, you don't have to do, we could do multiple. So there's a lot of ways to meet that need. I, I say that to say that for, for probably this is one week that I'm kind of glad um, that we were not, didn't do a show sooner. We didn't have a show scheduled until tonight. Because um, I don't know what I would have said yesterday. I don't know what I would have said Sunday. I'm really not even sure what I'm going to say tonight, but before we get into the Super Bowl. I'm going to bring the guys on in a minute. Um, definitely want to touch on, um, you know, there's nothing, there's really no other word to describe it other than the tragedy of, you know, Kobe Bryant and, and his daughter being killed on their way to her basketball game. He was going to coach apparently uh, Sunday, sometimes Sunday morning. And, you know, and, and let me be clear, while we're going to focus on Kobe and his daughter, there were seven, seven, seven other victims. Um, and, I, the, the, you know, don't want to diminish that loss and their family's losses. Um, but in fairness, this is news because it was Kobe. <laughs> this is news because, you know, this is, this is a, a legend. This is, you know, a guy who's, you know, known all over the world. That's why this is news. So while we may not really touch on the other seven people that passed away, certainly our hearts and prayers go out to, to their families um, and their loved ones and, and don't want to, you know, short them. But it's not news because of them. And I, I don't want to be crass and I don't want to be disrespectful, but it's news because of Kobe Bryant. It's news because of his daughter. That's really why this has been, you know, big news for the last, you know, 60 hours or so. Um so we're going to take a few minutes and talk about that before we get into the game. I'm curious what, you know, you know, what the guys think. I'm sure we're, we're all thinking 
similarly about this, but maybe, maybe, maybe there's, you know, maybe there's different thoughts about what, what does Kobe Bryant mean to you with this, his legacy, you know, what impact did Kobe have, um, you know, on your athletic or sports life or, or your life in general. And there's a few other comments I want to make, but before I do that, let me, let me bring on, let me bring on the crew. And, and I hate to be somber because it's Super Bowl week, you know, this, this is supposed to be, this, this, you know, big game is Sunday. This is supposed to be the, the, the show that we get hyped and we, you know, we talk a little smack and who's going to win and this, that, and the other. And, you know, I, 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 I'm hoping we get there tonight. And like, at some point we'll get to that, that energy. But right now, I don't know. I can't. <laughs> I haven't been right since this news hit, and uh, maybe the show will help me get get right, you know, and get get to a, a better place. So um, I have unmuted their lines. We have uh, K Star. We have Doctor Train, and of course my brother, my brother, blood brother, uh, JB. With they're all here, gentlemen, uh, in a, in a somber way. But my brothers, welcome to the Madden Voice. Yo, what's up? Hey, what's up, fellas? What's going on, y'all? So, you know, we're a football show, but we're also a sports show, and we don't shy away from talking about, you know, anything that transcends sports. And if there was any news story in, in, you know, in the time that we were doing the Mad Voice that would transcend all sports, it would be this tragedy. And and it, it was demonstrated by, if you watch the Pro Bowl, which I – I did watch the Pro Bowl on Sunday. Uh, it, it turned into a kind of memoriam for Kobe. You know, it, it became, it was kind of a cloud over that entire game because the news broke shortly before um, before the game happened. So, you know, and so, so if there was ever a story that certainly transcended sports, and I, I was watching, um, actually I was watching that, and I was watching golf at the same time. I wasn't sure which one I wanted to watch. Uh, Tiger was in contention, so he kind of got a little bit of my attention. And they were talking about it. You know, it was like it was just, it's that big of a story. So uh, I'm going to start with JB because I know, you know, we grew up together, and I know um, we both kind of Michael Jordan fans. But, but <laughs> you, know, it, it is, you know, that doesn't mean we didn't have love for Kobe. So, Jay, you know. I don't know what you, you know what you what, what you're interested in sharing. We didn't we didn't none of us talked about this, um, which is kind of weird. We didn't text each other. I mean, there was like really no communication from the four of us on this story, which was a little little odd for us. Normally, we, we there's some sort of communication, but we didn't we didn't even we didn't even touch this one because it's kind of like, hey, what do you say? So JB, I'm gonna give you the floor, man. How do you feel? How you, two days into this, um, what are you thinking? How do you feel? Your thoughts. Well, I'm not surprised that none of us really spoke about it because I think I could speak for everyone. The the level of shock and awe, it kind of it's hard to even hard to express how you feel. Um, and I ain't gonna lie, texting everybody here was wasn't even on my mind at the time. It was really about just just the families that had been affected and then the outpouring of support, not just here in our own country, but across the globe. Um, As a a fan of basketball, and I I love football, absolutely love it, but basketball is always something that's near and dear to me. That's always something that's just enriched in my blood, in my DNA. I mean, 
T, you know, every time you see me when, when I come home, I'll act like I'm shooting shooting jump shots. I don't have no ball in my ball. hand or I walk through the whole time you're yep. on. You're airballing. Yep. I mean I'll... shooting jump shots. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. Boom. 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 Or I'll act like I go through a corridor and I act like I'm going left hand for a layup. I do all that stuff. Or if I'm just daydreaming, I'll act like I'm dribbling the ball between my legs. Ain't no damn ball. But that's just how much I love basketball. So when this happened, um, it was everything just kind of came to a halt, just a stop. Because I think about what if this was 15 years ago and it was MJ? Because basically that's how it is for this generation right now. This is this is this generation's MJ, and I think that's what really um, strikes a chord for me. And then on top of all that, making it more relevant to now. You see the transition of how he was as as a teenager coming into the league, teaming up with Shaq, then doing it on his own, then retiring and seeing him as a father figure. And, and T, myself, K Star, we, we've got we got daughters, and we got daughters that are, are just just the, the 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 salt of the earth to us. So when I look and I see how he is with with all of his daughters, especially with Gigi, man, you talk about your heart just just breaks and it just for all of them it just breaks. So um, I mean I I've always liked Kobe even during the down times, what have you. I mean hey, we all make mistakes. I still supported him, and I'm always going to be a fan of his no matter what uh, anybody says, and um, I just. All I can do is just pray for the family, pray for healing, and um, just uh, keep everybody in the prayers. All right. Uh, Dr. Train, anything you'd like to add? No, I don't necessarily really have a whole lot to add. You know, at the end of the day, it's a very um, it's kind of a sad situation. I only... I really only get emotional when I hear, when I listen to other people talk about them, uh, what their relationship is with them. I wasn't necessarily a a huge Laker or or Kobe fan. I mean, he kind of started right after the Bulls <laughs> uh, start to, you know, team starting yeah. to go left after Jordan didn't come back. So I just, after, after so many years, I switched over and started following football a whole lot more. I wasn't really following basketball. I follow Scotty, but. Yeah, in regards to to Kobe, I just it's it's just tragic when you think of all all the all the lives uh, that were lost. We're talking about uh, uh, four parents. You have have two kids out there that are now pretty much orphaned because both their parents are on a fight with, with their daughter. Um, and then you have you know Kobe's wife Vanessa left with three kids, and then you know the other. The other parents off is just it's just a, some it's one of those situations where I, I just wonder if it if it could have been avoided. You know, you don't really know your time, um, but sometimes I, I I do think things can be can be avoided. But you know, until you hear more about what actually happened um, versus what you've heard so far, it's just. This is this is really a sad. You know, we may never we may never know yeah. because we don't know the conversations between the pilot yeah. and Kobe, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I thought about that because it, it brought me back to when Aaliyah died. Aaliyah was a uh, up and very up and coming 
R&B mm-hmm. singer. Um, mm-hmm. those, those of y'all who don't know, go ahead and Google her and ask somebody because that girl, that girl could blow. And um, mm-hmm. and it was a situation where she got in a plane, and from what we understand, the plane was overloaded, and the pilot yep. kind of said, you know, I, I think the plane was a little too heavy. And the pilot kind of said, you know, hey, I, this is this is the reports we're getting. Hey, I think you know this is probably not safe. And I don't think we had enough. Leah was like, man, we'll be okay. But I got to get to where I got to go. You know, she kind of said, nah, we need to go, and the plane crashed, and you know. Um, but on, on that situation, there was someone that, you know, overheard the conversation. I don't know if we'll ever get that with the Kobe situation, you know, because everybody on board passed, so I don't know that we'll get, you know, it would be interesting if to kind of know that just, just to know, like, because when you hear, and I didn't try to jump into your, your time train, but mm-hmm. when you hear that the, the police department and, you know, the, the authorities yep. had grounded their helicopters um, yep. because of the weather. And, you know, this yep. guy's flew. My first thought, and I have no, I, I just, just me thinking like, you know, hey, it's Kobe Bryant, you know, and he, he, he's, you know, he's hiring somebody. He's like, look, there's only 20 minutes down, you know, come on, we can do this. That's what I'm thinking. I, 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 I don't want to, hey, I could be totally wrong, but your brain goes to, well, if everybody else wasn't in the air, why were you in the air? And if everybody else was grounded, how did you get clear? Like, doesn't it, I don't fly like I get on a I get on a plane, you know, and pray to God that I get off the plane. That's what I do. I don't do you know what I mean? So I don't know anything about it. But you but you would think that there's somebody that has authority to say, um, sorry, you, 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 we're not going anywhere. I know the pilot has the authority to say that. But do you say that to Kobe Bryant, right? You know, and, and but right. even above the pilot, you would think there would be somebody somewhere. I mean, you know, they wait on Hey, this is this big T. I'm in the helicopter. I'm ready to go. And someone says, "Okay, you know, we've cleared your airspace. You're good to go." That person, you would think, would be able to say, hey, "Wait a minute, I, I don't. You know, you ain't going nowhere." That's that's the question but, I want answered. Is the checkbook valid? They they did give him give the pilot some type of special visual yep. uh, to be able to fly under those conditions. It doesn't happen yep. often, but he was given permission to fly under those conditions. Yeah, he was. Yeah, the, according to the last according to the last thing that that was that was um, last communication uh, to the pilot was that he had he you know he was given clearance, um, but the thing. According to people that I know live here in L.A. and people who are familiar with that particular area, um, they don't understand why he was flying so low. Um, that was the whole idea behind, like, why is he flying so low? I mean, mainly for me, i just been checking up on my friends, you know, people that I have befriended out here that have been living in this area all their lives, and they grew up, you know, watching Kobe and a huge Laker fans. Like, a lot of them, you know, they really, really... I like hurt from it. So, you know, I mean, those are the few people that I've, I've checked up on. But, you know, for me, I'm, it's it's just it's just sad. Even even my wife was affected a little bit. So. All right. K-Star, I know you're a big basketball fan. I know that from your Twitter. Um, and, you know, your your thoughts on this whole situation. 
Um, man, it's just, I think this is the first time where, like, a celebrity death actually, like, made me cry and get emotional. I think it's, you know, there was so much anxiety when you first heard the news. First it was shock, and then it was hearing that there was five other people dead, and you do the math, and it was, I was scared to death that his daughters were on that, you know, helicopter with him. And, and there was a report. I had to post it because I had some people giving me a hard time. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm not making yeah. this There's up. A, like, I, there I, was. I, I'm not, but there was a report that his and four daughters people. were on the plane and they perished. Yep. There was initially yeah. a local report that ABC on yep. TV quoted and said that his four daughters yep. passed away. And then I went on Facebook. I'm yeah. like, I'm looking for someone not to speculate. I want facts. Maybe somebody else. Like, please, first, I, I saw your post, K-Star, because I got the tweet, the text, the, you know, the notification on my phone. I'm like, okay, this is, this is, a, this is a practical joke. And then I go on Facebook, and K-Star, believe it or not, you're the first post I saw, and you posted it. And I'm like, is yeah. this real? Because I'm like, no, come on now. This is, this is come on. There's, there's more to this. This didn't happen. And so, obviously, I start plugging into Twitter, and I'm watching, you know, flicking channels and trying to get all the news in. And I, and I heard them say early on that his four daughters were on the helicopter and passed away. So I went to Facebook like, wait a minute, you know, is it, did I just hear this? And I hear people giving me out. No, that's not true. Wait a minute, you weren't there. You don't know. I'm trying to figure this out. I'm trying to determine what's real and what's not. But I'm sorry, I didn't mean to jump your time either. Go, go ahead, Kesa. Yeah, but I got the same report, and it was just like freaking out, man. And just like it was already so tragic that I was wondering how tragic was it going to be because I, I caught that same report, and I was just anxious and. Honestly, just terrified and worried. I knew that his wife wasn't on there, but I was just thinking about her. And um, Kobe, I mean, damn, he's he's, you know, like growing up, one of the people in my childhood. I guess you could say that I watched so much of uh, in my in my era. I mean, I watched Michael Jordan play when I was younger, but I obviously saw more of Kobe than any other basketball player that I can remember growing up. And um. I think what made it most sad for me is the fact that he's a girl dad, like you guys are too. And um, I don't know. It's kind of just it's you. You feel for the families affected, and it's just when you think about it, it's just so depressing. Um, he didn't even get to make his Hall of Fame speech. There's just so much of it that I, I don't even want to talk about because it's just it's that sad. But like, there's just so much life that he had to live, and his daughter especially, who was 13 years old, how she emulated him, and just man, it just it just it was just tragic. And uh, the first time I've ever been, I was ever really hurt by it, like, really moved by a celebrity's passing, and it's just you know, it's just a reminder of our mortality and how we have to. Be thankful of the people that we have here, and and you know the the moments that we do have with our children, and just not take things for granted. And I'm just sad that Kobe and his daughter won't be able to experience so much of what fatherhood and what a father daughter you know dynamic could be like in their future years. It just it sucks, man. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, I, 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 I've watched as much. I mean, even tonight I watched Shaq and the crew um, talk to Jerry West and Wade and, you know, um, Reggie Miller and um, Shaq. I mean, I'm going to, uh, Barkley and, and Ernie, Ernie uh, Johnson. And I, I watched them and, you know, I watched – I watched a lot of coverage of it because one, you know, I've watched, like I can go back to remembering when John Havlicek retired and I'm watching Sunday afternoon basketball and it was his last game for the Celtics. They were telling how many miles he ran up and down the court. I was a Celtics fan as a little boy. And I, and I, so, you know, I watched, you know, Larry Bird and Magic Johnson and Michael Jordan and obviously Kobe and LeBron and, you know, I've watched all of these careers, and, you know, this is what, – what, what impacts me on this is not so much what Kobe did on the court, but let me back up. There's a few things I want to say before we jump into football. Follow basketball. Michael Jordan has been the standard in my lifetime. The last, you know, 40 years – 30 years, 35 years, when you, when you look at the standard, it's been Michael Jordan. Everyone is compared to Michael Jordan. Even people that played before him, Kareem and Magic and you know, Oscar Robinson, Robertson, all these guys, you know, it's always, well, Michael's the greatest ever. And, you know, obviously today, you know, you know LeBron, Michael, you know, it's, it's all types of arguments. And during that whole time, and me and my brother Jay there, we talked. We used to talk about all of the imposters, all of this. He's gonna be the next Michael Jordan that came through, right? Harold Miner, and he was David oh, Jordan, God. right? And you know all these guys that came through that were gonna be the next Michael Jordans, right? And Kobe never came in saying he was gonna be the next Michael Jordan, right? He came in saying he was gonna be better. But he is the closest to Michael Jordan. Like, it is eerie. There's even a video, if you go on YouTube, and they have a video yep. montage of Kobe and Jordan, and it's like, it's like the same player. And even to the point where he played, you know, and he got five rings, and Jordan got six, and, and you know, and, uh, you know, so much statistical similarities. Um <laughs> the fadeaway and all of that. And, you know, Jordan taught him that fadeaway. I don't know if people realize Jordan taught him that fadeaway. Jordan taught Kobe the fadeaway because it, it, it's exactly like Michael, and Jordan told him how to do it. Because before he, before Michael told him, he had a little fadeaway with nothing like what it became, almost un, unguardable. My, my point is, it's one thing for me to say I'm going to be the next Stephen A. Smith, right? It's another thing for the world to say, wow, that dude, that's the next Stephen A. Smith. That T guy, wow. The world said, hey, Kobe, you're right there with Michael. And to have that through your whole career and to still excel as he did and play at that level, I don't know that sports people can really appreciate that. Like he said, yeah, go ahead, get, yeah, go ahead, just put it right on my back. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to perform. Don't even worry about it. Yep, all the expectations, all, yep, I'm going to still perform. Like, they, p- people don't do that. But 
But what really gets me about this, yep, the daughter breaks my heart. Tell a little quick story about that in a second. What really gets me is there are certain people that change lives, right? There are certain people that, that have impacts. You know, you grow up in your community and there's people you know, you know, and you have your friends and your family and you go to work and there's certain things. And us on the phone, we all have our loved ones and our friends. And, you know, I, I know Dr. Train and I back in the day, man, we'd be on the phone all night talking. You know what I mean? He had an impact on me. I had an impact on him. He was down. Holler at me. I'm down. I holler at him. Like, you know. But Kobe was one of those guys that was poised to have and had just begun to have an impact on the world. The world. Right. And I'm sad that we're not going to see that impact. And whatever we do see won't be the same. Whatever ball got rolling, that will continue through his wife and his family and his friends and his loved one and, you know, maybe Shaq and some of the other people that might try to keep the ball rolling, but it won't be Kobe. And that is what really got me over the last couple of days, along with the daughter. I mean, that goes without saying. She wanted to come right up here to UConn where my daughter's going. And, you know, they were both big UConn fans. And I watched the game last night and they had a seat set up for – you know, Kobe's daughter, and, and all of that stuff touches me. But my last comment will be, and Jake knows this, that me and my oldest daughter haven't really been on good terms in a long time. And as a parent, you know, you can only do what you can do. You know, I, I you know, when your kids are young, you've got a lot of control, and you're kind of their everything. But as they get older and they start, getting independent thought and make independent decisions, you, you lose you lose that. And it's just the way it is. And at some point the transition happens and you know, they're kinda of calling the shots and you go from no you can't and no you won't to well I wouldn't do that if I was you <laughs> you know. And me and my oldest just over the last year or so we just there's really not been much of a relationship at all. And I've been saddened by it, but it is what it is. You just you just grin and bear it, and and you you go through it. And the reason I'm putting that out there like on this show was Sunday, out of nowhere, she texted me. And she didn't text me saying, "Dad, I saw the thing with Kobe Bryant." Oh my God! No, no. She, knowing her, she wouldn't even probably didn't even know about it till till today. <laughs> knowing her. She's so, Jay will tell you, she's so oblivious. She probably, she's so in her own world. She probably didn't even realize any of this stuff till today, knowing her. Cause that's not, she, she, she texted me on Sunday because she needed help with her car. I ain't talked, I've not talked to her in months. Didn't see her Christmas time. Didn't see her Thanksgiving. That's where it's at. Sunday, the day that all this went down, that we're all hearing about Kobe's beautiful 13-year-old daughter dying, and we're all thinking about, uh, can you just picture for a minute, if anybody out there doesn't already feel bad enough, picture being on that helicopter with your child and getting a sense that it's about to end and there's nothing you can do about it. Just just let that marinate for a minute. You, you, you're going down, and... You know, there's not much you can do, and you know it's probably over 
and your daughters in your arms. And I'm thinking about that on Sunday, like, wow. And then she reaches out to me because she needed help with her car. And then she came over, and I, I gave her something to help her out. There was no hug. There was no nothing. But I got to see her. And I don't, I, 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 for some reason, I'm making a connection to the tragedy and me actually get to see my kid for the first time in a long time. I say all that to say kind of what we've been hearing for the last few days, and some of you guys said it, man, life's too short. Life's too short. I mean, never has it been truer than this. And did we already know this before? Of course we did. Of course we knew. We knew last week life was too short. We'll know next week that life is too short. But sometimes, right, we need something to shake us up a little bit. Sometimes we get into a rut. We get into just a pattern. We just get comfortable. We get complacent with life. We get complacent with our family. We get complacent with our friends and our job and our hobbies. And maybe this, you know, can wake all of us up to be like a little reminder, just a little tiny one. Life's short. What you going to do? What you going to do right now? Not tomorrow. Not New Year's. Not the resolution. What you going to do right now? Because the one thing I'll say about Kobe in the short time that he was with us is he made it. He made it. He made a difference. The man made a difference. And again, I ain't trying to slight the other people. I'm not. I, look, I'm not at all trying to do that. Train did a good job of covering that. I appreciate that in our hearts. And you know, I saw one, the husband on TV crying over his lovely wife passing. And you know, it, it, the whole thing is just a tragedy. The whole thing, all of it is. But now what do we do? And my last comment is, and I may be in the minority on this, and I get it. I get why they did it. But I think the worst thing they could have done was cancel that game last night. If you're trying to honor this man, you play that game. Oh, that was the night. I get tonight. why. I get it. I get it. I get why. I get it. The Lakers and the, and the Clippers. Oh, actually, tonight. I'm sorry. Yeah. Tonight. Yeah. You're right. Tonight. Yeah. It was tonight. Yeah, it was supposed to be tonight. Um, and I get why. I get why. I don't need anybody to explain. Well, T, that, no, I get it. I, I ain't an idiot. I get it. But if you're trying to honor Kobe Bryant, if that wasn't your point, purpose, then no problem. But if you're trying to honor Kobe Bryant, Kobe would have said, play that game. Don't let me yeah, stop the would've. NBA. Y'all get that game played. LeBron, suck it up and get out there and play. And show, show the world why you're the best to ever do it. He would have that, said, play that I can fucking hear game. Saying that. Yeah, he would have. Exactly. Yes, he would have. Well, from what I heard, it, it wasn't so much the Lakers and the Clippers. It was really his wife, Vanessa. They were basically yeah, I, taking I, her lead on it. I got it. And I think I, that's I heard really where it's coming I, from. I, I get it. I, I heard the whole thing. I get it. I, I get it. Um, And, and <laughs> heaven forbid me to second-guess his wife. Heaven forbid, heaven forbid me to try to even imagine what she's going through having lost her husband and her child. Um, but I would, I would, I would respectfully and politely and, you know, collectively say, you really think that's what your husband would have wanted. That, and that's it. Just, I would have left it right there. Do you really think that's what your husband would have wanted? I think they said the NBA game hadn't been, it's been, I can't even tell you how long I've heard it, but it's been like decades since they canceled 
or postpone an NBA basketball game. You really think that's what your husband would have wanted? And, 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 and hey, like, I, I get it. I, I understand why they did it, but there's a man that, you know what I mean? Like, that, that's, that's a man that would have said play the game. So, um, Kobe, but hey, Kobe, I, uh, I think the best. Yeah, I just yeah, want to say, yeah. I think the best part about Kobe in general was the whole mantra Mamba mentality. That dude was an absolute beast, and his mindset was so elite and obsessive, and just whatever he did, he did it 150%, man. He, the one thing you hear about Kobe is how he outworked everyone. He was obsessed, and he just had this success-based mindset, you know, Victor type mindset about everything he did. Like his gamesmanship level was at a hundred man. I agree that um you would think Kobe would have said play the damn game because, you know, mama mentality and everything. I I'm not second guessing his life either. But I just I think the one thing that everyone should remember is Kobe was just such an unique um a unique guy, a motivating, just successful guy, because he was just next level mentally in terms of how he viewed things and how he tackled life and, and his craft. And uh, we could all be better if we adopted some of those traits and and um, just attack the ball and, and optimize for time and earth. That's the way he did um, when he was here. Yeah, and you know, I, I hear I'm listening to you, K Star. Much respect. And I'm thinking it's definitely a generational thing because when I hear all of that, for my generation, that's Michael Jordan. Everything you yep. just said, minus yep. the word Mamba, yep. which Kobe adopted, you know. Um, Absolutely. But everything else was Michael Jordan. And, Absolutely. You know, and, and so, and, and not diminishing. So I love Kobe. Kobe, like I said, <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, Kobe was a clone of Michael Jordan, and he did it. He was. <laughs> you know, Killed you know, you, you, you he know, started like, his game yeah. after him because he studied him yeah. when he was over in Italy. And, but he did it, is what I'm saying. You know how many people try and can't do right. it? Like, Kobe did it, right. which is amazing right. to me, you know. Um, but, he even adopted hey, you know, like, his it, mindset to a T, man. Like, it's – Yeah. That is, he is exactly like Mike and how he thinks and how he approached the game. Like, maniacal in that sense. Right on and, down to the gum Just Yeah, they just don't make now, him – they don't make him like that anymore in this in this day and age, man. Like he's just a now, rare breed. Now I wouldn't be I wouldn't be me if I didn't have at least a couple of quick cynical things to say. It ain't got nothing to do with Kobe. It's not about Kobe. I would never, you know, the man just passed. But you know, just a couple things that kind of got a little under my skin. Um, I feel like everyone's jockeying to be. Kobe's best friend now. Magic talking about the greatest Laker ever. I had never heard Magic refer to anybody as the greatest Laker ever other than Kareem. Now it's Kobe because he passed away. See, I don't like that. Don't be disingenuous. You know what I mean? I don't even think Kobe would like that. Like, don't, you know, like, like Kobe, uh, hey, if you listed five Lakers, Kobe's on that list. But because he passed away, now we're going to elevate him and say he was the best Laker ever. Well, if he wasn't the best Laker before, let's keep it real, guys. You know, like, come on. I get it. It hurts. You know, all of y'all knew him and he was, you know, close to you. It hurts. And the other thing, um, I listened to Shaq tonight. Shaq, I, I love Shaq, okay? 
But Shaq, you're not being truthful, bro. You and Kobe had legitimate beef. And it wasn't just big brother, little brother beef. It was I can't stand that Negro beef. Y'all, y'all fixed it later. But when that beef happened, it was real. It was real to the point where you left the Lakers. Because Kobe was like, either he goes or I go. I have a younger brother. I understand big brother, little brother relationships. He's on the phone. We don't always agree. Um, we've had our disagreements and our, our scuttles over the, you know, our lifetime. But I know this, push come to shove, he's going to have me and I'm going to have him. They didn't always yep. have that. It was, there was some years there where they weren't speaking. And it, it irritates me now. Like, don't be fake and phony because the man came to an untimely death. Just don't even, don't even talk about it then. But now to rep- misrepresent it, now they want to, you know, make Kobe the, the logo. Come on now. We all know if Jerry West ain't going to be the logo, Michael Jordan should be the logo. That's, the, that's real. Like, I, I, it irritates me that, that it, this is a man, in my opinion, who is as real as you're going to find. Kobe wasn't fake. Kobe was real. So let's not honor him by being fake now because he passed. Let's keep it real. No, Kobe should not be the logo of the NBA. You want to retire his number throughout the league? Okay. Cool. Great on. You want to tire both his numbers throughout the league. Cool. You want to do something like that to honor the guy that gave so much to the game for 20 years? Cool. All of that stuff is in bounds. But come on now. Let's not, let's not overreact because we're caught in the emotional moment of what happened. It, it hurts. It does. It's like, it's, like, it's like you go to a funeral and somebody you know passed away and everybody hated that person. Then they pass, you go to the funeral, and all of a sudden, everybody loved that person sitting there like, wait a minute, you was talking about his mama two weeks ago. <laughs> now, all of a sudden, you know, he can do no wrong. Come on, that's, let's keep it real, because he keeps it, he kept it real. I watched 100 interviews of Kobe Bryant. I never heard him mince words or anything. He was always honest, said what he needed to say, and I respected that about him. I'm a Jordan guy, but I respected Kobe too immensely. I wasn't a Kobe fan. But I respected him because of everything. 20 years? Your last game, you scored a 60? Just to say, hey, just so y'all know, I did have a little something left in the tank. I just don't want to do this no more. Let me go out here and get 60 for you real quick. Shaq says, I want you to get 50. You go out there and get 60. I ain't, I, I ain't mad at you, bro. Let's, let's keep it real. Respect the man. Let's honor his memory. But let's not make it what it is. That's, that's my only gripe. And I, I, I'll, I'll leave it at that. So. All right, um, let's move on. Let's let's. Um, we gotta, I gotta. I gotta find something here that um, lighten things up just a little bit now. Anyway, here we go. I like this one. Here. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? All right, I did one more. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. Okay, here we go. Dilly dilly. Okay, yeah, yeah. And and I have to do this. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Does anybody know whose birthday it is today? 
I guarantee you, none of you know. Um, got a friend of mine named Josh's birthday today. I don't, I don't know Josh, bro. Try again. <laughs> <laughs> one more, I'll give you one more, one more shot. Somebody want to say whose birthday is it today? Josh's. Nobody it's on the tip of my tongue. Damn it. Hey, you you would know this one, Jay. Off. <laughs> What'd you say? Hey, here we go. I I said you would know this one. This this wouldn't this ain't this ain't a tip of your tongue answer. You would know this one. So here we go. Here we go. How about them cowboys? I know. No. The cowboys are sixty years old today. The franchise was started sixty years ago. Today, so I would be remiss if I didn't recognize the 60th birthday of my very own Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, buddy. Okay, that's all. That's the only airtime they're going to get tonight because it's about the Chiefs and the 49ers and the Super Bowl. And man, oh man, hey, hey, man, you know, in spite of the little gloom that we're facing, I'm very excited about this game. I want, I, I you know. Let's go around around the horn. Yeah, I'm stealing ESPN's tagline. They steal enough from us. I don't care. Sue me. I ain't got nothing that you can have anyway. So, one thing you're looking forward to watching this game on Sunday. I'm gonna start with Dr. Train. One thing you're looking forward to. Oh man. <laughs> Maybe most people say it, but really, <laughs> Mahomes versus the San Francisco defense. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's really it, man. Okay, that's a good one. That's a good one. I know a lot of people are saying it, but someone's got to say it. So you got the privilege yeah. of going first, so you get to say it. And you can't repeat mm-hmm. what somebody got to come up with something else now. We, we're a football show. We can come up with more than four things between four of us. So, uh, JB, uh, one thing you're looking forward to on Sunday. All right, if I can't repeat, then I'm going to say the battle of the tight ends, Kelsey versus um, uh, what's his name there from, from uh, San Kittle. Francisco. I, I keep wanting to say Kittle. Kittle. Thank Kittle. you. Kelsey. Yeah. I was thinking Kittle, but Kittle. I was thinking Kerry Kittle from from uh, Villanova oh, back in the Villanova. day. They got the same yeah. name. Yeah. 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 So, but yeah, I want to see Kittle versus Kelsey. Surprised uh, that, I knew that, that did, did you? Surprised no, I knew because that. Because it's Villanova's Big East. No, because the Big East is close enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. The battle of the tight okay. that's that's going to be very interesting to see how that transpires. So I'm, I'm curious to see how the, who's going to be more productive, not just from a, a stats perspective, but remember, Kittle is a very good blocker, too. So he's going to have a, an impact on the running game. So I want to see how he's going to fare against uh, uh, an improved over the last several weeks uh, Kansas City defense in terms of being able to set up lanes for the uh, running backs that San Francisco is going to throw at him. So that's going to be interesting. Okay. Um, K-Star. Um, I mean, I would agree with the train, but for me it's, do, that, does any of get the job done with Patrick Mahomes? I know that's more of an outcome-based thing, but I mean, let's be let's be real. This is a, a legacy kind of game for Andy Reid in many ways. He's not going to completely define it because I mean, he and Patrick Mahomes are going to be tethered together for many years. Um, but it would be a monster moment for him, and this is a monster opportunity. And um, it, it's really is it, I think it's going to be so close to a game where. You know, maybe a bad coaching decision or maybe a good coaching decision wins it, and it's going to be, in my estimation, 
Uh, great to see how it goes for Andy in those decisive moments. You know, does he rise up to the occasion or does he fall into that narrative that he can't win the big one? And I think that's going to be compelling for all of us to see how it plays out. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's most looking forward to seeing, like, again, expecting a tight game, but moreover, seeing how the, the coaching impacts this game. I, I, if I was Andy Reid, I would be very nervous that you said him and Patrick Mahomes are going to be tied together for years because your your predictions, uh, yeah, I, I don't. You know, Cam Newton's going to the Hall of Fame, and hey, let me tell you something. Been on point, man. Don't don't stop let that, man. He's on a roll. I've been on. I've been on point. I've been on point. <laughs> let me tell you something. Patrick Mahomes, hold on. Patrick Mahomes was on bonafide list after Week One of 2018. He's in the Super Bowl. Feeling pretty good about that. And I was all over, all over, all year since the very beginning on the San Francisco 49ers being the best in the NFC, and here they are. So I feel pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, short term, short, short, short term. Yeah, I'm talking <laughs> about your long terms. You know, Chip Kelly's the greatest offensive mind in the history. You know, I, I mean, you know, yeah, you know, so I would be nervous on Andy Reid. Um, I, I am, I am. You know, it's it's sad for me to say that I still have questions about the 49ers and they're in the Super Bowl. And most people would say, T, they're in the Super Bowl. What more do you want? Where's your team? And I'd be like, you're right. <laughs> My team's sitting home. Um, but, you know, this is, this is the NFL. And, you know, to have your, your quarterback throw seven passes or eight passes in a game, and expect that that's a formula that you can you can consistently win, or at least win at this level because you've done it once or twice. I think is very dangerous. Um, so I I myself am curious to see Garoppolo, um, you know, because you know I had to sit and think about not a fan of Andy Reid because Andy Reid you know, was an eagle for so long. So why would I be a fan of Andy Reid? And certainly not a fan of the 49ers, you know, the team that, you know, we've got plenty of history with in Dallas. So I'm sitting there like, talk about don't really care. I really don't care. But then I had to come up with something and I'm like, okay, but I, I gotta, I gotta have, I gotta make the game interesting for myself. So where do I go as far as my support? And, you know, do I suck up my hatred for the 49ers or do I let go of my Andy Reid judgment? You know, where do I go? And you got to let it go. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you when we make our picks where I'm going with that. But in the meantime, I'm curious as to what Garoppolo is going to be able to do through the air. And, you know, I think it's pretty clear that, um, you know, they're, they're, I don't foresee them being able to run the way they did the last game against the Packers this game. Even if the Chiefs have to sell out to stop that run. Because one thing about football, and I think you guys know this, but for anybody listening, when you're playing the game and the team throws for 500 yards on you, that's one thing. But when a team runs for over 200 yards on oh, you, man. 
demoralizing. Demoralizing. <laughs> yep. Takes away everything. Yeah, that's why I, say, I know you guys know this, but I don't know, you know, our our audience that might be listening, it's two different things. So if I'm Andy Reid and I'm, you know, um, you know, the defense, I don't even know who the defensive coordinator is, so I apologize, but I'm, I'm like, okay. Spagnolia. We. I'm sorry? Steve Spagnolia. Oh, it's Steve Spagnolia? Okay. I didn't realize. I forgot. Yeah, that's right. The former, Spag. Uh, Spag, yeah. Giants head coach and, or um, defense coordinator. And he was head coach somewhere. Didn't do well. Um, but I, if I'm that defensive coordinator and the head coach, I'm like, okay, we're we going to make sure we stop this and take our chances through the air. So when that happens, how is Jimmy G going to respond? That's because we already know Patrick Mahomes. I mean, you know, if you, if you, any doubt anyone had, which you shouldn't have had any doubt, um, because you know, twenty-four nothing, and then he scores seven straight scores. Like, you know, what this guy's doing is is, is amazing. But what's Jimmy Garoppolo going to do? You know, that that's kind of the thing that I I'm really looking forward to seeing in this game. Um. Yeah, I don't even know where else I wanted to go because the Kobe thing really threw off my getting stuff together for this for this game. Well, let's do this. Let's let's make picks and then see where the conversation goes. I mean, you know, yeah, let's let's. Oh, there was another. Well, you know, I'll talk about that after. There's a, another comment I want to make, but it's not about the Super Bowl. It's football related. But um, um, oh, sorry, I, there were a couple things. Uh, I don't want to spend any time on it, but. You know, it's funny we had a conversation about Antonio Brown, and then a few days later, you know, he's arrested. And you know, um, I, I I I probably won't spend a lot of time on Antonio Brown moving forward. I hope he gets some help, gets his life together. I don't think it's over. So, um, but let's let's make our let's make our picks and see where it goes. And you guys can say who you want to win, and your your explanation as to why. Um, or who you who actually you can do it any way you want to do it. You can you know this is the Super Bowl, so I'm I'm there's no parameters here. If you want to say, well, I picked this team, but I hope this team wins. However you want to do it, okay? Because this is this is the big game. So um, let's start with uh, let's start with K Star. Um, your prediction and why? All right. So I like I, I want the Chiefs to win, but I think the Niners are going to win. Um, Really, the reason for it is, you know, the Niners are the most balanced team in the NFL. I think offensively, defensively, they're top five offense, top five defense. Now, as as awesome as the Chiefs are, they're really a passing offense. But that's what makes that's the bread and butter. What makes them uh, that's the strength of their team and the strength of the 49ers is their pass rush. So, I think that the pass rush is going to ultimately get to. Uh, Mahomes and that offense. I don't think Terry Kills gonna have a lot of time to. I thought he needs a lot of it to, you know, get downfield for chunk gains. And I think that, you know, when you take the strength of the Chiefs, which is the pass attack, and take the strength of the Niners, you kind of play into the Niners' hand if you're going to pass the ball consistently. In my opinion, because they just have such a strong pass rush. They have, you know, basically three Pro Bowlers up front who are all fully healthy, and the Chiefs, their own lone weakness um, on defense has been their their run defense. 
you know, what do the Niners excel at? Running the ball. It's a Kyle Shanahan offense. Um, and one where they can use, you know, one of three different backs, although I don't think Kevin Coleman is playing. You know, and, and while we have questions about Jimmy G, I mean, the fact of the matter is we've seen games this year where they've been in shootouts like at New Orleans and they came through and scored 30-plus points. So I think that the Niners throughout the year have proven that they can play any style of game. I think that, again, just the defense in these in these type of games are, are so uh, important, and, and they, they tend to favor the defenses in the Super Bowls. I think that's the case here. Um, I think it's going to be a close game, but I think that the Niners are just a bit more balanced, and I think that balance ultimately is going to what wins them the game as, as – um, I don't see the Chiefs being successful on the ground, and they need to be that if they want to make sure that pass rush stays up Patrick Mahomes. Okay. So you're picking the Niners, but you want the Chiefs to win. Is that so that I'm clear? Yeah. Yeah. I, I okay. want, I, I'm a Mahomes guy. I'm Andy Rigado. I just think the Niners just are a better. a big team. bag of emotion. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, K-Star's a mix of something. Anyway, um, all right. Uh, JB, um, again, this is the big game. No parameters. What you got? Well, I guess this is the classic, what is it, irresistible force versus immovable object. We talk about the 49er defense and we talk about the Chiefs' offense. Wow. I think, what, is the line still a, a point and a half for the, the Chiefs to win? Is that what the spread yes. is? Man, that was the last sure. I heard. I don't. Yeah, that was the yeah. last I heard. I don't know. Yeah, now, yeah. Updated, but one and a half. Yeah. That's that's what I heard too. Honestly, I think it's a pick 'em because my gosh, this is hard. Um, as scary as it sounds, uh, I'm gonna go with what K Star is saying. Um, I'm gonna go on the premise of defense wins championships, offense just wins games. So, um, I think that the pressure that the 49ers can put up front, even though Mahomes can scramble, I think they have the the speed, the pass rushers, and the secondary to, I won't say corral them, I'll just say contain them, make them slightly one-dimensional, make them less of a quick-strike offense, even though we saw what they did to the Texans in this very, uh, playoff season, which, my God, I still kind of wake up in sweats, and I'm not even a defensive coordinator. It was just uh, amazing how they put up all those points in such a hurry. But I think the 49 defense is a different breed, and, and I agree with K-Star. They have been the most consistent team from start to finish. My hang-up is with Jimmy G. Are they going to take the ball out of his hands and try and run the ball, or are they going to put him in position where he's forced to to win the game hopefully it's not that because if they if they if the Chiefs force Jimmy G to win the game I don't think the 49ers are going to do it but I'm going to go on the premise that the defense for the Niners is going to be strong enough to offset the calamities of Jimmy G and um, it's going to be a close one it's going to be a tight one but I think the Niners can do it so I'm going to pick them So that's two picks for the Niners. Okay. Uh, Dr. Train. Well, um, man, I have several reasons for picking a team that I 
that I favor to win. Um, let's start off to say I, I, I also do favor the Niners uh, to win this game. Um, the primary reason is because they beat Green Bay. That is enough for me. <laughs> right you to the end. Okay, I don't need anything extra, need any other motivation. You beat the team I hate the most, you have earned my love for the remainder of the season. Um, along with everything else that that they said, I really am a y'all know me. I'm a defensive guy. I, I think I think Super Bowls like all the Super Bowls in the past are won by your team. Uh, yep, it's going to be um, the strength of the Chiefs is Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> Nothing else to be said. And the strength of the 49ers is definitely their defense. Um, so uh, when those clash, you know that's where you'll see um, most. That's where you'll see like most of the tilt. But um, I, I like the 49ers overall as a as a team. Uh, I uh, by all means, I feel like this game will be will be close. I won't be surprised either way. But I, I think the 49ers will be able to pull up, pull, pull off at the end and, and stick to what's been helping them to win. Uh, most of the season, and that defense staying solid. Not so much shutting them down, but you just need to slow them down enough. Okay. I, I, it's interesting that K-Star has all this love for Andy Reid and all this respect for Andy Reid, but he's picking the 49ers. He's scared. It, it, it's kind of – you're kind of validating my whole point. I'm the one who said Andy Reid can't win the big game. And you gave me all this slack about it, and then you're going to pick against them in the big game. So, he's um, Yeah, he does. Playing a great team, man. Oh, um, well, and you get to the Super Bowl. I, I think it's safe to assume if you make it to the Super Bowl, you're a great team, right? I mean, you know, yeah, it, it's not luck. But you know, you got to win. It's a great matchup, great teams, but yeah. the Niners yeah. are better, bro. Yeah, but I did, but we, you had, gave me a hard time when I said, well, I don't believe in any read. And then here you are saying, "Well, I, I'm picking the 49ers." So, um, because if this, because let me I have to make my point: if Bill Belichick was coaching the Chiefs, would you still pick the 49ers? Uh, let that marinate. Um, <laughs> just saying. Um, so you got three three picks for the 49ers. A lot of love for the Chiefs. A lot of love for Mahomey, my homeboy, Mahomes. Um, and I, as I was saying earlier, as I morphed into commish T mode and starting to wake up a little bit here, um, I sat and I said, I like 49ers just generally based on their history. Ain't nothing, nothing personal against the team as it's composed today, but my history as a Cowboy fan, I, I can't, you know, I, 49ers, man, that was our, our rival, man, in the freaking 80s and 90s, you know? And and then I look at the Chiefs, and I'm like, Andy Reid was an Eagles coach, and you know, was in our way every year for many years because he had McNabb and you know different 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 players and Westbrook and them guys, and kept winning NFC Championship games, and uh, I'm sorry, didn't win the championship, kept making it to the NFC Championship game, only won one, um, you know. But you know, when you have a history of hating somebody and they go to another team. That hatred is in sports. It doesn't go away, you know, except when T.O. came to Dallas. I didn't really hate T.O. I just, he was an eagle, but then he came to Dallas. I'm like, oh, I love you. Um, Beyond was a 49er, came to Dallas. I love you. All right. Um, so 
I've I've been torn, and 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 so I've decided that um, I am committing to the Chiefs, and I'm giving Andy Reid a chance because he's not an Eagle anymore. Uh, you know, like, it's over. You know what I'm saying? And you know, we talk about quarterback and head coach, right? So, um, you know, uh, Shanahan is the heir apparent and is a good coach and has the potential to be a great coach. It's in the bloodline. His father was a great coach. And I think in time he will also be another great coach. He ain't a great coach yet, though. But he has the opportunity to become one. Everybody except me says that Andy Reid's a great coach, yet no one's picking him. But everybody says he's a great coach. Everybody. You watch every show. Andy Reid this. Andy Reid that offensive mind. What he does with quarterbacks. Oh, my God. And yet everybody's picking the 49. Well, I'm going to say, if you're saying the man's a great coach, then somebody got to pick him. So I'm going to pick the Chiefs. And when I look at quarterback, head coach, and that was that's always something I try to pay very close attention to, um, I will give the edge to Andy Reid on experience, although we know Shanahan's been around the game his whole career. But we still got to give Andy Reid the edge on experience. But come on, man. I mean, when it comes to Mahomes versus Garoppolo, like Mahomes is just on another level. He's on another level. And I get I get the defense conversation. I get it. And the 49ers defense has been stout. I get it. Um, but there was a game this year. I want to say it was the Saints against the 49ers. And I think the final score was 48-46. to 46. 49ers, I believe, pulled that one out. Um, and if the 49ers if the 49ers try to get in a shootout, against Patrick Mahomes, and I don't get me wrong, Drew Brees is the real deal. But with what I've been seeing from these Chiefs, it ain't going to work. So I'm going with the Chiefs. I'm supporting the Chiefs. I love Patrick Mahomes. I absolutely love him as a as a quarterback, as a leader. I mean, he is, he is, he is so and, uh, and I'm sorry, K-Star, the fact that you said it week one of 2018 doesn't mean anything because I need some sample size. You know what I mean? Like, we could pick any player I saw enough, and say, bro. oh, that guy's going to be good. That guy's going to be good. That guy's going to be good. No, you can go back. You can go back to the analysis, and two weeks later, everyone else is following the same tune. But I watched that game, and that dude looks Yeah, but you different. can't pick the one time that you were right and ignore the seven that you – I don't care. I'm going to. I hear he is in the Super Bowl. Bonafide, bro. Well, I'm, I'm still I'm, – I, 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 yes, he's in the Super Bowl, but you act like you're always right. So your one time that you are right means nothing. So what? And, and you, you can't even right give me a win. Deal. And you can't, even, you can't even give me a win. My God. You got one right. Bro, clock is right again. twice a day. Got you got one you got one. Okay, if you're so confident, why aren't you picking a boy? Why aren't you picking a Chiefs then? That's what I don't understand. Well, I knew Patrick Mahomes was going to be great. You told Andy Reid's a great head coach, Chief. and you're picking a 49ers. Chief. You told me that you know Andy Reid wasn't shit, you know, and and now I'm you're picking the you. Chiefs, and I'm picking the Niners. It's beautiful. It's, it's, I'm asking it's you. Like we persuaded you're one the one. <laughs> I, you're the one. Why aren't you picking the Chiefs? Mm-hmm. You're the one with, the, with the, this, the tomahawk. Why aren't you picking them? Because they came out 
they were going to have to pass the ball to, to beat the Niners, and I don't think they're able oh. to uh, beat that pass rush. It's real. Hey, I'm rooting for the it's Chiefs, real. but I'm just saying if I better not like the Niners. I ain't talking about who you They can beat for. you right, on the ground. Not, I'm talking about who you beat you on the ground picking anyway. to win this game. So, so, so again, you love Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid is a real great, talented coach, but you picking the 49ers. Mm-hmm. So if you're if if your Steelers as composed the last time your Steelers were competitive with Big Ben and AB and Bell and all that was going up against this 49ers team, who would you be picking? Uh, rhetorical question. Uh, well, my heart. Picking. My, yeah, my heart would say the Steelers. I'd be fucking scared. <laughs> yeah, I, I ain't asking who you you're scared of. I'm just saying, man, you can't have it both ways. Have the courage of your convictions. If you're beating your chest saying, look at me, I predicted that Mahomes was going to be great, and he's great. Look at me. I'm the one who told you that Andy Reid could coach, and he can coach. And then in the biggest game of the year, you're saying, but I'm going with the other thing. I'm going with the other thing. That, 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 that to me, Conrad, all your, your whole argument. You see it through, bro. I'm, I'm coming to your world. Because you know why? Because I'm the one that I didn't believe in the 49ers. That was me, right? I said that. Right. So I'm not going to now flip and be like, okay, 49ers. Nope. I'm going to come over with Patrick Mahomes. I'm gonna give Andy Reid a right. chance to show me that he can win a big game. But I was on the Niners too. I was on the Niners too, like ever since the beginning of the year. So I mean, yeah, 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 you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're so they're okay. so good. You're in a tough spot. Yeah, yeah. That's okay because <laughs> next week when we come on and do the show, it won't be the first time or the last that I'll come on and be the only one that was right about something. I got the chief also. And if I'm wrong, I'll probably catch a cold. And it'll be no show, so I'm good either way. <laughs> I'm, just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, something tickling my throat right now. <laughs> um, all right. Um, the other thing I want to talk about, guys, is uh, they, they the Pro Bowl, and you know, I know that it was a little bit different this year with the news of Kobe's passing, um, having just came out. But, you know, we, we had this conversation every year. And I don't know how you guys felt. I don't even know if you guys watched it. But they need to just get rid of this game. They need to just get rid of this game. I, I, I'm not watching flag football, touch football. It's, it's, to me, it's a joke. It is a complete embarrassment. And what really ratified my, my feelings on that was watching Deion Sanders um, on um, uh, Undisputed. And... I don't know if Michael Irvin talked about it, but Dion definitely talked about it. And Dion was like, I don't even know what's going on with this generation of football players. But, you know, when we played in the Pro Bowl, it was a, it was a real game. It wasn't under this touch football stuff. And now Dion, you know, if there's anyone that you won't go against as far as football, is Dion, right? Best cornerback ever to play the game. Could, you know, when we talk about the best football players, I, I, there's three names that come, well, actually four names that come to mind. When I think of the best football players, four names I have, like my Mount Rushmore of football players, regardless of position, Jim Brown, Walter Payton, Primetime, and who's my fourth one? Jerry Rice. Those, those, those are my 
football. Like those guys in any era, in any generation, those guys would all be successful. And Dion was like, I don't get what's going on. I think they need to just scrap the game all together. Just get rid of it. You know, or if you're gonna play touch football, then put the little belt on with the little flags on each side and play touch football then. And make it an actual touch football game. That's that's what I, you guys did you guys any of you catch the game, the highlights, anything, any thoughts? Uh, I saw a few little bit of it and it's exactly like you said, man, it was it was touch. I, I watched it, you know, for a second. One because the news was actually, you know, the news of the of the uh of of uh, Kobe's incident was actually being you know, they interrupted the game to give a little update so I I watched it so I could catch to see what information was going on and that was the first time that they had that kind of um uh too early of a report saying his four daughters was on there with him, you know. Mm-hmm. That's that's where I first heard it. I heard I heard it while mm-hmm. I was on on channel seven when I was watching mm-hmm. uh the, the yep. Pro Bowl. Me too. And I was like, Oh wow, yep, I hope too. that's not the case. Yep. Um, yep. Yep. But you know, just back to the games just the same thing I saw. I, I I was hoping to see, you know, like Kyle Fuller or Eddie or Eddie J get a uh, get a quick pick or something, but other than that, man, I I don't think I watched none of the second half because it was exactly what you said. It was like as soon as the guys caught the ball, they ran up and hugged him, it blew the whistle. And it was it. And it was just like Yeah. Yeah. I can't I don't think I can watch this. This is No. This game means absolutely nothing. Because they you know, nah. every no one wants to get it's all about I, I don't I don't need to get hurt from a game. It doesn't mean anything, so and that why if the game doesn't mean anything, just let it go. Create a giant fucking skills challenge. <laughs> I mean, yeah, a massive skills challenge in in everything you yep. could possibly think of. You know, but to me, but to me, train on that note right there. There's always <laughs> discussions on who's the fastest guy in the NFL. Well, let's find out. Yep. Who's got the biggest arm in the NFL? Let's find out. Who's got the best hands in the NFL? Let's find out. Who's the strongest in the NFL? Let's find out. There's four things right there that you could do that sure football fans would want to watch to find out those things. And I'm sure there's a couple I'm missing. But to me, that that's the solution to me. Do do that. You'll still get the ratings. The guy, you can still go to Hawaii or Southern California or Florida, wherever where all the great weather is. And, you know, but to have this fake game, and that's really what it is, to me, it just, it totally disrespects. I love every year I'll find it either on Facebook or Twitter that Sean Taylor, may he rest in peace, hit that he did at the, at the Pro Bowl when he was a rookie. And he nailed. I, I don't remember who it was he nailed, but he came and nailed. It was I think, yeah, I think you're right, Jay. I think it was. I think you're it right. It is, because I saw and, it a few days yeah. ago, and I said, ooh, wait. And to me, like, that, that, that is the kind of stuff that, you know, I, I, I miss. I mean, that's when I grew up watching the game, that's how the game was. You know, that's what the game was all about. The Pro Bowl was another football game. And now it's like, let's play pity pack. You know, let's, let's, let's play, let's play, you know, hopscotch. You know, and I and I get it. You get, you know, football's a rough and tough game, but then get rid of the game altogether. Get rid of it altogether. So, um, 
All right. Well, listen, let's get on out of here. Um, you know, I know it was a, a bit of a somber show because of the, the Kobe Bryant thing, but you know, we're going to regroup. We're going to, we're going to move forward. Um, you know, and uh, we're going to get ready. And I guess, guys, um, as you say your final thoughts and final words, tell me what you're doing. Tell everybody if you're doing something special for uh, the big game. And uh, let's start with uh, K-Star. Yes, we're doing special for the big game. Um, you know, I, for me, I'm just going to a friend's house, and, and I'm sure there will be plenty to drink and, um, you know, pizza, hopefully some sort of some tasty stuff. I don't know what they're making. I'm probably just going to bring some chips and dips, something along those lines. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, I'm just excited. This is a great matchup, and I think we have two, arguably the two best teams in the league facing off, and uh, it's gonna be, there's some great storylines, and it's just going to be awesome to see it play out. Chips and dips. Man, cook some. Air fry wings or something. <laughs> Damn. What a pizza hug. Got uh, these ruffles and sour cream, homie. Would you want to drink this? Bring in ruffles, bro. They'll be cooking. <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. I was waiting for somebody to say something. You know, to me, man, I mean, the Super Bowl is, you know, like, even vegetarians have chicken wings on, on, on you know, they, they might be, they might be, they might, you know, they might claim they'd be cauliflower wings, but I think there'd be some real chicken underneath them, underneath that cauliflower, it's just cauliflower, no, they ain't, that's chicken, you know, this one day out of the year, you having some chicken, this one day, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm joking, but I'm just saying, man, <laughs> think about, think about the Super Bowl to me, man, is the food, you know what I mean, like, whether you go out, stay home, go to a party, go to the bar, it's about, yo, what are you grubbing? What's your menu? That nigga said chips and dip. <laughs> man, I'm about to slide out. Of I don't even know where you live anymore. Okay. You, was in, you was in Indiana for the holidays, Jacksonville, wherever you are, man. I'm, man, you know, at least man, go I'm, go get the family pack at least, son. Jeez, man. Oh, we go, we go Uber. <laughs> Send him some Uber Eats, man. <laughs> Uber Eats or something. DoorDash or something. <laughs> Damn, bro. You know, I know you got a kid, man. The times are hard, bro. But splurge a little bit. Dip into some of that Madden money you done made over the years. <laughs> yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you done win thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars playing a video game, man. Dip into some of them. And money. playing fantasy football. You know what I'm saying? You know? He don't need to lead. He don't even need to lead wins. He just in there for, for that's for that's for practice. I'm, I used to right, lead exactly. for practice. We talk about practice. practice. Not where the real money is. <laughs> God. Oh man. All right. That was good. That was good. All right, K Star. Um, JV, let's go to you next, man. What do you got going on Sunday and your final thoughts? Uh, you know me, and you know how we do. When you got that, that's why I'm just waiting. Uh, I'm waiting to hear it. Yes, sir. Went to uh, I went to Sam's and got the two bags of charcoal. No, no, Walmart. Got the two bags of charcoal. Got some wood chips. Got some cherry. Got some apple. Got some mesquite. Gonna be some ribs on the grizzle. Gonna be some possibly some chicken on there too, and um. I don't know what the wife is going to make for size, but I don't care if we have size or not. It's going to be a, a 
carnivore heaven. There's going to be some ribs going down. There's going to be some bird going down. So I'm looking forward to getting that started probably around 2, 2.30 so that when the game kick off, I'm sitting right there in front of the TV, face full of ribs, and I'm just going to get it in. And uh, just on, on a last note, I guess twofold, uh, looking forward to a great game. Uh, it's too bad that this is the last game of the year, but we are going into the off season, and there's going to be a lot of excitement for a lot of teams out there. So uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what kind of transaction will be made, the draft, free agency, et cetera. And um, just on the how we start off the day, JB out. All right, <laughs> I know I I I I know what that was for. Nice. Um. All right, uh, Doctor Trey. Um. Before I say what I do, will do for the Super Bowl. I will say, um, um, just one last thing. I think the the only true emotional time that I got when I actually heard the news, uh, my father called me, and it was one of those calls where it sounds like, or it looks like he. He heard the news. He knows I live in California, but yet he wants to check on his son and his daughter-in-law. And immediately when I got off the phone uh, with my father, it hit me because uh, my wife was uh, uh, planning to board a plane to fly back that Sunday night. So you can imagine my thoughts just for a mm. split second mm. of like, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, Lord, bring, yeah. bring her home safely because I don't, you, you just don't know. Mm. Um mm. Yeah. Uh, as far as the Super Bowl, I am hoping that um, uh, my contractor finishes my kitchen uh, so that I could do a little bit of cooking. I was checking out ribs in uh, Costco, so brother might do a few baby backs, you know what I'm saying, and I'll find something else to go with it. I don't know what I'll find to go with it, but some other stuff, <laughs> whatever the other stuff is. In the day, mm. it's going to be... It'll be it'll be some it'll be some baby backs on on my grill. So hopefully I'm able to uh, enjoy uh, Super Bowl nicely in the new house. Mm. With some yes, baby sir. backs. I, I mentioned baby backs. Mm. Yes, sir. Shoot. Okay. I, I think I'm gonna have to call my brother Michael <laughs> Jordan, borrow his his jet, and jet around during the game and grab some of his food. Um, I'll pass on the chips and dip case, so I'm gonna leave that to you. <laughs> You can pick that as a snack up on the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah right I'm going to be happy with Dude ain't got nothing but some kids to give. Keep going. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm going to get some of these little ruthless, you know. Yeah, so um, thank you. Thank you guys for, for that. And, uh, yeah, you know, again, I, I, I mean, I don't. I don't mean to apologize, apologize. I know it was a bit of a somber show considering it's a Super Bowl show. It's just, you know, these things, hey, maybe, uh, maybe I'm, I don't know, it, this, this, this tragedy shook me, you know, and, 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 it, and it shook me because, you know, you don't, this doesn't happen. Like, you don't hear about, especially NBA players, like they said since 1956, all the league MVPs are still alive except for Moses Malone, Will Chamberlain, and now Kobe Bryant. You know, like it just it 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 doesn't happen. It's um, and you know when I think about tragedies and I think about you know like Michael Jackson, that was a shock. But you know we knew Michael. You know Michael's life was kind of a mess, right? And Prince was a shock, but it was an overdose. And uh, Princess Diana, 
was, you know, the accident that happened to her, I remember. But, you know, she had divorced Prince Charles and was estranged from the royal family. So there was issues there. There was always a story, you know, and even Elvis. I remember being 10 years old, playing out in the backyard alone because Jay was a little, you know, he was young. He could come out and play with me because he was too small. But, and I remember mom yelling out, do you know who Elvis Presley is? And I'm like, yeah, I didn't know who he was, but. I wasn't going to let her know that because I'm like, well, if I'm supposed to know who Elvis Presley is, I'm going to say, yeah. I had no idea who he was because I didn't, uh, 10 years old, I didn't know about Elvis Presley. Well, I learned quickly because this was pre-cable. Every channel, everything was an Elvis Presley movie or, you know, so I quickly learned who Elvis Presley was and he had died. But, you know, drugs and all of that. But this was a situation where it was just a, like, there's no scandal, right? There's no, there's no, like, you know, there's no... We're not, you know, he wasn't on the plane with the other woman or, you know, this was, um, you know, a helicopter, like, this was a legit, like, tragedy, like, accident, like, oh, my God. And there's other people that were a part of it, victims, too. Like, this wasn't just, you know, Kobe and his daughter driving down the street, and, you know, and so it's different because it was a legit, bona fide, to use K-Star's, K-Star's favorite word, bona fide tragedy, like, for real, like, there's a, that's it. What happened? Helicopter. Crash. Where was he going? Daughter's basketball game. Yep, figures. Right? Like, yep, that's what you would expect. And it just, it, it, it has shaken me to my core. And so I apologize to everybody if this show wasn't as Super Bowl-y as we would have normally made it. it. It's just, that's just a tough thing to to uh to digest and you know we will survive we will move forward and we will we will become better from it um so for me on super bowl sunday you know there's gonna be food <laughs> uh kid dr train probably the only one who's never met me but i think by now he gets the idea that i'm a pretty decent sized brother i'm big boned um you know and uh i do get my grubby grub on and um i'm gonna have uh i uh, my girl's coming over and um, so we're going to have, she requested wings, and then she wants me to make honey mustard um, and and buffalo. So I'm going to make two batches of wings, and then I was going to cook us, I have a tomahawk in the freezer that I bought, and I was going to cook us tomahawks. I'm thinking, even for me, that's a lot of food. Tomahawks about a three-pound, excuse me, three-pound ribeye. Um so we decided I'll cook one tomahawk and we'll share it, and then I'll have we'll have the wings. There'll be a lot of wings, and then she's gonna make kind of like what Jay said. She's gonna make. Um, I love broccoli, Rob. I told her she could find some, make that. If not, you know, I gotta get some veggies in my life. Even on a, even on Super Bowl day, gotta have some veggies. So she'll make some sides, and she's gonna make a dessert, and um, that's that's gonna be that's gonna be my uh, menu for uh, Super Bowl Sunday. Of course, I should go out and get some some chips and dip. But I don't know. But anyway, because um, <laughs> I ain't never gonna let that one down. But I ain't never gonna let that one down. I ain't never gonna let that one down. Hell no. Can you send us a picture of the chips and dips, man, so we can appreciate what you're serious. <laughs> serious, man. I, I'm curious what kind of chips and dip, man. I'm just, just saying. So. All right. Well, anyway, listen. Um, R.I.P. Kobe. R.I.P. Gigi. Just uh, to the family and anybody connected, um, you know, with this tragedy, uh, we will, we will, we will, we will survive. We will go on because that's what he would want. And um, hey, 
uh, let's enjoy this. This is the last, as JB said it, man. It's the last game, man. I, you know, wasn't it just yesterday that I said, before you know it, you're going to blink and it's going to be over? Well, I just blinked. It's over. This is it. This is the last game. And, you know, we will do some off-season shows because I there's a lot going on, man. There's a lot going on. I, I my God. Um, and so I, I know I'll be on doing a few shows here and there, and you, certainly the gentlemen, these guys are welcome to join me. So we got to see after the Super Bowl said and done what's going on, not just with my Cowboys, but, I mean, there's so much out there. What's happening? So we need to we need to stay plugged in. And, frankly, you know, starting Monday, it's countdown to the next season, man. It's countdown to season 101 where we all get our hopes up again that maybe this time next year one of our teams will be in or two of our teams will be in the Super Bowl playing for the Lombardi Trophy. But in the meantime, we've got the Chiefs, we've got the 49ers, we've got football, the last game of the year. Let's get it because this is the game where the last feud of the year will get settled on the field. See you next Tuesday. I think next Tuesday. Well, one night next week. Everybody enjoy the game. Good night, everybody. Bop 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 b